Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Exodus 22. If a man steals an ox or sheep and kills or sells it, he shall make restitution of five oxen for an ox or four sheep for a sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in after dark and is struck by the owner so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. Oh, by the way, I'm reading the uh, Joyce Myers Battlefield of the Mind Bible, the Amplified Version. But if the sun has risen, there will be blood guilt for him. The thief, if he lives, must make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold as a slave to make restitution for his theft. If the animal that he has that he stole is found alive in his possession, whether it is ox or donkey or sheep, he shall pay double for it. If a man causes a field or vineyard to be grazed bare or lets his livestock loose so that it grazes in another man's field, he shall make restitution from the best of his own field and the best of his own vineyard. If fire breaks out and spreads to thorn bushes so that the stacked grain or standing grain or the field is consumed, he who started the fire shall make full restitution. If a man gives his neighbor money or other goods to keep for him while he was he is away and it is stolen from the neighbor's house, then if the thief is caught, he shall pay double for it. If the thief is not caught, the owner of the house shall appear before the judges who act in God's name to determine whether or not he has stolen his neighbor's goods. For every offense involving property, whether it concerns ox, donkey, sheep, clothing, or any other piece of lost property, which another identifies as his, the case of both parties shall come before the judges who act in God's name. Whomever the judges pronounce guilty shall pay double to his neighbor. If a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any other animal to keep for him and it dies or it's injured or taken away while no one is looking, then an oath before the Lord shall be made by the two of them that he has not taken his neighbor's property and the owner of it shall accept his word and not require him to make restitution. But if it is actually stolen from him when in his care, he shall make restitution to its owner. If it is torn to pieces by some predator or by accident, let him bring the mangled carcass as evidence. He shall not make restitution for what was torn to pieces. And if a man borrows an animal from his neighbor and it gets injured or dies while its owner is not with it, the borrower shall make full restitution. But if the owner is with it, when the damage is done, the borrower shall not make restitution. If it was hired, the damage is included in the price of its fee. If a man seduces a virgin who is not betrothed and lies with her, he must pay a dowry, marriage price, for her to be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must still pay money equivalent to the dowry of virgins. You shall not allow a woman who, practice, who practices sorcery to live. Whoever lies with an animal must be put to death. He who sacrifices to any god other than to the Lord alone shall be put under a ban designated for destruction, execution. You shall not wrong a stranger or oppress him for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. 
You shall not harm or oppress any widow or fatherless child. If you harm or oppress them in any way, and they cry at all to me for help, I will most certainly hear their cry, and my wrath shall be kindled and burned. I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall become widows, and your children fatherless. If you lend money to any one of my people with you who is poor, you shall not act as a creditor to him. You shall not charge him interest. If you ever take your poor neighbor's robe in pledge, you must return it to him before sunset. For that is his only covering. It is his clothing for his body. In what shall he sleep? And when he cries to me for help, I will hear him, for I am compassionate and generous. You shall not curse God, nor curse the ruler of your people, since he administers God's laws. You shall not delay the offering from your harvest and your vintage. You shall give, consecrate, dedicate to me the firstborn of your sons. You shall do the same with your oxen and your sheep. It shall be with its mother for seven days. On the eighth day, you shall give it as an offering to me. You shall be holy men to me, therefore you shall not eat meat from any animal that has been torn to pieces by predators in the field. You shall throw it to the dogs. That was chapter 22. 23. You shall not give a false report. You shall not join hands with the wicked to be a malicious witness, promoting wrong and violence. You shall not follow a crowd to do something evil, nor shall you testify at a trial or in dispute so as to side with the crowd in order to pervert justice, nor shall you favor or be partial to a poor man in his dispute simply because he is poor. If you meet your enemy's ox or his donkey wandering off, you must bring it back to him. If you see the donkey of one who hates you lying helpless under its load, you shall not leave the man to deal with it alone. You must help him release the animal from its burden. You shall not pervert or bend the justice due to your poor in his dispute. Keep far away from a false charge or or action, and do not condemn to death the innocent or the righteous, for I will not justify and acquit the guilty. You shall not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds the clear-sighted and subverts the testimony and the cause of the righteous. You shall not oppress a stranger, for you know the soul, the feelings, thoughts, and concerns of a stranger, for you were strangers in Egypt. You shall sow your land six years and harvest its field. But the seventh year, you shall let it rest and lie uncultivated, so that the poor among your people may eat, but the land grows naturally. Whatever they leave, the animals of the field may eat. You shall do the same with your vineyard and olive grove. Six days each week you shall do your work, but on the seventh day you shall stop working so that your ox and your donkey may settle down and rest, and the son of your female servant as well as your stranger may be refreshed. Now concerning everything which I have said to you, be on your guard. Do not mention the name of other gods, either in blessing or in curse. Do not let such speech be heard coming from your mouth. Three times a year you shall celebrate a feast dedicated to me. You shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, as I commanded you, at the appointed time in the month of Abib. For in it you came out of Egypt. No one shall appear before me empty-handed, but you shall bring sacrificial offerings. Also, you shall observe the feast of harvest, weeks, Pentecost, or first fruits, acknowledging the first fruits of your labor of what you sow in the field. And third, the feast of ingathering, booths or tabernacles, at the end of the year, when you gather in the fruit of your labors from the field. 
Three times a year, all your males shall appear before the Lord God. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread, and the fat of my feast is not to be left overnight until morning. You shall bring the choice first fruits of your ground into the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Behold, I am going to send an angel before you to keep and guard you on the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Be on your guard before him. Listen to and obey his voice. Do not be rebellious toward him or provoke him, for he will not pardon your transgressions, since my name is in him. But if you will indeed listen to and truly obey his voice and do everything that I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. When my angel goes before you and brings you to the land of the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Canaanite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, I will reject them and completely destroy them. You shall not bow down to worship their gods, nor serve them, nor do anything in accordance with their practices. You shall completely overthrow them and break down their sacred pillars and images of pagan worship. You shall, ser you shall serve only the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and water. I will also remove sickness from among you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror ahead of you, and I will throw into confusion all the people among you whom you come, and I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you in flight. I will send hornets ahead of you, which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite before you. I will not drive them out before you in a single year, so that the land does not become desolate due to lack of attention, and the wild animals of the field do not become too numerous for you. I will drive them out before you little by little until you have increased and are strong enough to take possession of the land. I will establish your borders from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines, the Mediterranean, and from the wilderness to the river Euphrates. For I will hand over the residents of the land to you and you shall drive them out before you. You shall not make a covenant with them or with their gods. They shall not live in your land because they will make you sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it is certain to be trap for you resulting in judgment all right exodus 24 then god said to moses come up to the lord you and aaron nadab and abihu aaron's older sons and 70 of israel's elders and you shall worship at a safe distance. Moses alone shall approach the Lord, but the others shall not come near, nor shall the people come up with him. Then Moses came and told the people everything that the Lord had said and all the ordinances. And all the people answered with one voice, everything the Lord has said we will do. Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Then he got up early in the morning and built an altar for worship at the foot of the mountain with the 12 pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as peace offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in large basins and the other half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people and they said, everything that the Lord has said we will do and we will be obedient. So Moses took the blood which he had placed in the large basins and sprinkled it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, 
And 70 elders of Israel went up the mountainside, and they saw a manifestation of the God of Israel, and under his feet there appeared to be a pavement of sapphire, just as clear as the sky itself. Yet he did not stretch out his hand against the nobles of the Israelites, and they saw the manifestation of the presence of God, and ate and drank. Now the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay there, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commandments which I have written for their instruction. So Moses arose with Joshua, his attendant, and he went up the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Remember that Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a legal matter, let him go to them. Then Moses went up the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory and brilliance of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, God called to Moses from the midst of the cloud. In the sight of the Israelites, the appearance of the glory and brilliance of the Lord was like consuming fire on the top of the mountain. Moses entered the midst of the cloud and went up to the mountain, and he was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Okay. Now we are on Exodus 25. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Tell the children of Israel to take an offering for me, for every man whose heart moves him to give willingly shall take my offering. This is the offering you are to receive from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet fabric, fine twisted linen, goat's hairs, ram skins dyed red, porpoise skins, Mm. acacia wood, olive oil for lighting, balsam for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones and setting stones for the priest's ephod and for the breastpiece. Help them build a sanctuary for me so that I may dwell among them. You shall construct it in accordance with everything that I am going to show you as the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furniture. They shall make an ark of acacia wood, not sure if I said that right, acacia wood, two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide, and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay the ark with pure gold, overlay it inside and out, and you shall make a gold border frame around its top. You shall cast four gold rings for it and attach them to the four feet, two rings on either side. You shall make carrying poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold and put the poles through the rings on the sides of the ark by which to carry it. The poles shall remain in the wings of the ark. They shall not be removed from it so that the ark itself need not be touched. You shall put into the ark the testimony, the 10 commandments, which I will give you. You shall make a mercy seat cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and one and a half cubits wide. You shall make two cherubim, winged angelic figures of solid hammered gold at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at each end, making the cherubim of one piece with the mercy seat at its two ends. The cherubim shall have their wings spread upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings and facing each other. The faces of the cherubim are to be looking downward toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the testimony which I will give you. There I will meet with you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are on the ark of the testimony. I will speak intimately with you regarding every commandment that I will give you for the Israelites. You shall make a table of acacia wood, two cubits long, one cubit wide, and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay it with pure gold and make a border of gold around the top of it. 
You shall make a rim of a hand width around it. You shall make a gold border for the rim around it. You shall make four gold rings for it and fasten them at the four corners that are on the two tables for legs. The ring shall be close against the rim as holders for the poles to carry the table. And you shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold so that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its plates for the showbread and its cups for incense and its pitchers and bowls for sacrificial drink offerings. You shall make them of pure gold. You shall set, set the bread of the presence on the table before me at all times. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand and its base and its shaft shall be made of hammered work. Its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers shall be of one piece with it. Six branches shall come out of its side, three branches of the lampstand out of the one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side, the shaft being the seventh branch. Three cups shall be made like almond blossoms, each with a calyx and a flower on one branch, and three cups made like, an, like almond blossoms on the other branch, with its calyx and a flower, so for the six branches coming out of the lampstand. And in the center of the shaft, in the center shaft of the lampstand, you shall make four cups shaped like almond blossoms with their calyxes and their flowers. A calyx shall be under the first pair of branches coming out of it, and a calyx under the second pair of branches coming out of it, and a calyx under the third pair of branches coming out of it, for the six branches coming out of the lampstand. Their calyxes and their branches shall be of one piece with it. All of it shall be one piece of hammered work of pure gold. Then you shall make the lamps of the lampstand seven in number, with one lamp at the top of the shaft. The priest shall set up its seven lamps so that they will light the space in front of it. Its snuffers and their trays shall be of pure gold. It shall be made from a talent, 50 to 80 pounds of pure gold, including all these utensils. See that you make them exactly after their pattern, which was shown to you on the mountain. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the Word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.